Hey, Crypt Keepers, I want to tell you about our affiliation with Parabox. Parabox is a t-shirt subscription box with a twist. Each month, you'll receive a new paranormal soft style tee and info card about that month's theme. The shirt and card will contain clues to finding a hidden password for use on their website. Correct entries, get entered in a raffle for free gear. They're pretty dope shirts with designs about all your favorite paranormal stuff like Black Eyed Kids, Bigfoot, Nazca Lines. Uh, my favorite is a cool Battle of Los Angeles tee. The designs are actually silk screened onto a soft style tee and we all know those are super comfortable. From the moment you open your pair box, you'll be so engrossed by the t-shirt you'll forget there's a puzzle built into it. Each shirt contains a secret password. It can be in the form of codes, ciphers, riddles, numbers, images, or other hidden gems. Have fun exploring the design and putting the pieces together to figure out where to go next. You can find the link in the show notes and we get a little kickback when you sign up for the box, so we would really appreciate it too. Good evening, Crypt Keepers, and welcome to the Rake After Party on Cryptique. I'm joined, as always, by a man who's never scared of the rake, but does fear the shovel. Ryan, what's up? <laughs> not a lot, man. Try not to have any negative intentions. No, no tulpas, no thought forms, no slender individuals. With tendrils? Slender mm. with tendrils? That should be the name of the episode. Uh, all right. Well, slender tendrils. How about you? How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. I just uh, took my dog for a walk. I take him about two miles as as often as I can, usually five times a week, and got exactly halfway there, and it started pouring down rain. Mm. So that was not fun. And he kept trying. He kept trying to shake off. I'm like, you're still in pouring rain. Why are you stopping to shake off? <laughs> so he didn't get it. But anyway, my wife eventually came and picked us up. So <laughs> that worked out. Yeah, my brother is at the raceway. Some NASCAR cup race. I don't know. They're apparently on a delay right now. Bad weather. Might be more fun to watch. This is a mystery <laughs> we could... This is a mystery we could explore, yeah, is what... Why people like NASCAR? <laughs> I, gen I genuinely don't understand it, and I want to. And people think I'm making fun of it, but it's like, I don't get the appeal. Like, races where it's, like, actual cars that you can buy, sure. Hmm. But when all the cars are basically built to the same spec with the same limits, and it's just, like, little variations between them, hmm. and they're just driving in the circle at like 150 miles an hour for a couple hours like i if the track wasn't just a circle if there's more to make it visually interesting i get that it's difficult right, right i get right. that there's a lot that goes into it like i and those guys could drive rally courses and stuff like that for sure yeah i think some of them do i think some of them race nascar and other things like maybe they'll do nascar formula like one. baja or formula one or whatever else and yeah it's like some of those are it's like what why why yeah why do I, tens of thousands of people i told my like my 
I don't know, man. My brother has invited me to go to these races before, and I've gone. He's like, do you like it? And it's like, honestly, I would have as much fun sitting out in the parking lot and just watching the cars on the road go by. Like, it doesn't really make much of a difference to me. I imagine it probably is extremely loud and stinks really bad, too. All right, that's enough about racing. Tell them what they need to know. Please, it would really help us out if you would share us, like and subscribe, whatever it is, depending on what platform you're using. Let people know, though, it's the best way for us to spread. It's the best way for you to help us put an intention out there to grow, let's say, and create a cryptic tulpa. Right? Oh, that would be interesting. Why don't you send in your renditions of what a cryptic tulpa would look like? and we'll use it as cover art. Maybe throw it on a t-shirt, you never know. Mm -hmm. But if you have something you want to share, if you have comments, criticisms, something you want to hear next, you can share that with us at crypticpodcast.gmail.com. You can find us on TikTok and YouTube. TikTok is cryptic underscore podcast. YouTube is the same thing without the underscore. And you can check out crypticpodcaststore.com, which is now up, but still kind of a work in progress. And you can check out Parabox at the link in the show notes. Superb. What are we talking about tonight? Talking about the rake. And this information primarily comes from monsterwiki.com. Wiki, wiki. The, that's, that's the rapping sound that we were talking about last time. Exactly. The rake is a creature believed to be humanoid in appearance with several references in folklore and horrific urban legends, originally appearing on the internet as creepypasta. The creature reportedly attacks humans for unknown reasons and often causes its victims great psychological trauma. Several theories as to its development point towards internet threads and online discussions. However, others believe alcoholic delusions fueled the idea of the creature before then. The Rake has also been tied to alternate figures, such as the Slender Man, an internet meme and subject of several video games, and our last episode, or a partial subject. It is based on ancient folklore referencing an unnaturally tall and skinny man mysteriously lurking in the woods. And I've definitely seen images that people have made of that and posted on Reddit or whatever else. Pretty creepy. Much better than the Slender Man pictures. I think so too, yeah. It is theorized that the rake could possibly be a proxy of Slenderman, subject to its own self-mutilation and psychological disorders. A YouTube channel showing images and footage captured of the rake was closed, but if you search the rake caught on tape, you will find a half-hour video showing you the episodes. All right, so reproduction. The creature is like that imagined and visualized in scenes from films such as Alien. It's never been clearly depicted to be either mammalian or reptilian. However, a recent YouTube video clip clearly exhibits and shows the creature reproducing by opening the host's mouth and releasing protozoaires ingested by French kissing. It sounds like something they would tell kids in the like 1950s. You know, like if you if you French kiss somebody, you, you could turn pregnant. into a... Or you, you yeah. turn into the rake. <laughs> or you get pregnant and your baby's the rake. Yeah, exactly. So in any case, in this video, if you want to watch it, go for it. It sounds like it's 
maybe something you wouldn't want in your browser history. But by all means, if you're into that sort of thing, check it out. So the gestation period is probably both lengthy and horrific. It is not a worm parasite, but a living pupa that evolves into a fully developed humanoid. The rake. Tell us more about this description without laughing if you can. I will do my utmost. The protozoaire is nourished and fed by the host. Once fully developed, it releases itself from the host as the rake. The propagation of the species is entirely dependent on a living human being. The rake must nourish itself like Nosferatu. It is a living, vampire-like creature who needs the sustenance of meat and blood, both human and that of small animals. Can we eradicate the rake? Find out after a quick break. Keepers, tell us about eradication and avoidance because I'm sure everybody's freaked out now and is worried about the rake being around the next corner. It is unclear if it is at all possible to eradicate this creature, uh, although abstinence might work. <laughs> Though there are some alleged filmed sightings of the use of firearms, the creature would seem to be protected by its superior agility, speed, and superhuman strength. There are no known official guidelines for protection, but to avoid areas where the creature is likely to settle, such as hilly or mountainous forested areas. Although limited in territory and range, the creature has been sighted in the U.S., Europe, and Asia. I think I've, I think I might have encountered it at a gas station in Kentucky once. <laughs> you know what's interesting to me is there probably are people out there that are afraid to go into hilly or mountainous forested areas, not because of Bigfoot, but because of the rake. It's mind-boggling to me. But anyway, you want to talk about some eyewitness accounts? Show. The first account of the rake's existence was a mariner's log written in 1691 identifying the rake by name. The next account written in the 1800s described the rake as having hollow black eyes and being terrifying in nature. In 1964, a suicide note was written in which the author claims to have committed suicide due to repeated encounters with the rake and the fear that the creature will torment him horribly. Currently, the most complete and completely fictional tale of the rake was written in 2006. The story begins with a woman waking her husband up early in the morning. As she set up to go to the restroom, she saw what seemed to be a naked and incredibly pale man, or even a large hairless dog, at the foot of the bed, and gasped. The husband curled up when he saw the figure. After a few moments of this, in one fast motion, the rake scurried to the husband's side of the bed and stared at him for a moment. Seconds later, the creature ran into the children's room. It fled, covered in blood, as the couple approached the room, leaving the mangled body of their daughter. Her last words were, 
He is the rake. The husband rushed the daughter to the hospital, but accidentally drove into a nearby lake and drowned with the daughter inside. Several months after this horrible event, the woman began researching the creature she now identified as the rake. Through her research, she noticed the pattern of repeated visits in the reports she read. Based on this, she began digitally recording her room each night and listening to the tapes during the day to find out if the rake had revisited her. At the start of the third week, she heard the first signs of a visit in the form of a shrill voice that she immediately recognized. She did not know where she had heard it, but regardless, she knew the sound. She said that she can't listen to it long enough to even begin to transcribe it. The woman was later found dead on her floor. Another encounter with the rake occurred in 2017. You want to tell us about that one? Three girls sighted it inside a wood right next to their neighborhood in Austin, Texas. One of the girls thought it was a cloaked man hunched over. The same girl's eyes turned pure black after this encounter. Another believed to be a wendigo, while the last girl thought it was a bush. So the last girl, maybe not so bright. <laughs> Later, one of the girls found a video that had rake footage on it. She showed it to one of the other girls. They realized that what they had seen only a short distance from them was, in fact, the rake. That there's a bush. <laughs> that there's a bush. Uh, I know what bar those guys hang out in my town. I got my four-wheel drive and my shotgun and a pony keg bush. Let's go. Let's go kill us a rake. That would be fun. Rake hunting, mm -hmm. but there'd be people that would have, you know, rake rights in mind, so. <laughs> Twitter is like rakes are people too. But yeah, I mean, I think this one is pretty obviously fake. But yeah, it sounds super fake. I mean, the stories are... I've heard really creepy ones. These ones aren't that good. I, I just love that one thinks it's like a man in a cloak. The other one thinks it's a wendigo, which is like a pretty specific thing to jump to. It's, like, it's just a bush. Yeah, that's good stuff. I do think it's funny, though, that in the beginning it was characterized that, you know, these people were getting drunk and seeing this thing because they were drunk. And that comes up a lot in Sasquatch stuff, too, where they're like, well, well, I mean, they were drinking. And it's like, well, I mean, they said they were drinking a few beers. It's not like they were, you know, doing absinthe and having hallucinations and stuff. I, I don't think that I've ever heard of somebody that's actually hallucinated from being drunk. Yeah, that's that's like a that's a cartoon thing. Mm hmm. I okay. I actually have a theory about that. Okay. Oh my Let god! Let it rip. I, I hold. I actually have to. Oh, he's searching. I have to. He's yeah, I have to people. confirm Watch that out. this is the scene. I think it is. There is a picture out there that is kind of like a rake-like figure on the side of the road. With he, he's kind of uh, crab walking, but he's got his stomach up into the air, and then his head is turned backwards but that's off of a old movie okay i had to look it up to be sure i was thinking of the right scene in the right movie in it and of i of course in in pinocchio 
like the OG Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. I feel like I might have even talked about this before on the show. There's the scene where they're all turning into donkeys. They're on that, like, they're yeah. in that, you know, the place where they get turned into donkeys and basically sold yeah. off. Child trafficking. And thanks, Walt. Yeah, Pinocchio's with the other guy, like the other kid. And he's like, oh, you think something's going to happen to us, whatever. And then, like, he sprouts a donkey mm-hmm. ears. And Pinocchio, like, looks down into his beer and then looks up, like, eyes wide and just, like, puts the beer on the table <laughs> and pushes it away. And I think that's where this whole thing started of, like, people being like, whoa, you know, this must be stronger than I thought and push their drink away. But I didn't take it as that. I took it as Pinocchio being like, he took a drink of this beer. Now that's happening to him. What is this? And pushing it away. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, what is in this beer? Not like, oh, I'm, I'm drinking too much. I'm seeing things. He's. Yeah, I agree with you, but it's anyway, a, it's a little just, bit more uh, obvious in Dumbo, right? <laughs> I uh, yeah, I just yeah, you don't you don't you don't see things. You don't like make up like whole cloth stories when you're. You thinking. might hallucinate that a girl likes like you, might, you that she she's really right, disgusted or you'll by mistake you, yeah, or you'll mistake something for something else or whatever but you're not going to make up like a monster that you saw yeah absolutely but the closest thing i can think to that is at a party in college i i feel like i told you this story before too but i shotgunned a beer by biting it <laughs> which is like i guess my party trick i guess frank I just like tank you know clicked into it with my canines and then just you know crushed it because, I don't know, somebody who's daring somebody to shock going to be it's so, so dumb. Even back then it was dumb, but it's like, I'm just going to yeah. do it. And one of the girls was drinking way too much and thought I was dangerous. She was like, I think there's an actual vampire here at the party. I need to go home. <laughs> she was like telling people trying to get a ride. <laughs> They're like, no, that's just Ryan. This is what he does. <laughs> so that didn't attract One of the guys probably was like, no, that's not, I mean, not really. Shocking. Didn't work particularly well. That's pretty funny, man. This was a group of people who, I mean, our, our, like we did not know each other all that well. It didn't really matter. We just all hung out. Bunch of, you know, college-age kids all living near each other. The guy who threw the party only knew me as, I was telling you, this guy used to call me Mick Wilson because I was, like, I'm mostly Irish. And then I would see him every once in a while, and he'd be like, Mick Wilson! <laughs> So I see so, a new T-shirt in the making. Like yeah, Mick Wilson just uh, you know, bites into beers every once in a while. Well, I mean, you got maybe she was onto something, man. Maybe you are dangerous. I mean, it's not. It, it doesn't make you seem less dangerous. When was the last? That was the last time you did it. Uh, I'm sure I've done it since Dude. then. It's not something that comes up very often. I think I might have done it a while ago at the bar. I think there might have been like a can that was damaged out of a pack and rather than try to like open the damaged top I might have bitten into it yeah she was onto something I think um you should totally do that for TikTok Mm -hmm. you think the Gen Zers would like that the Zoomers I I think people would like to watch that yeah absolutely (laughs) you don't think they would okay I mean, probably. I don't know. It's not that I don't understand social media. Like, when when Twitter first became a thing, I think I saw this somewhere first, but I basically adopted the opinion that, like, Twitter is, like, shouting into the dark and hoping there's somebody there to listen. Mm-hmm. 
and most social media has kind of gotten to be like that. It's it seems to be much less about like keeping up with people, more about like showing off and kind of inflicting yourself on other people. Oh yeah, I could see that. I mean, my opinion is very, I'm sure, atypical. But it's like I don't feel like I have anything that I really want to share with anybody. It's like I wouldn't care to watch somebody else do this for the most part. So why would somebody else care to watch me do it? Well, yeah, I understand the you logic, know, like, but it doesn't work that way. People are so weird. Kim's like a week away from giving birth or two weeks away from giving yeah, birth. Time flies. And it's like, I have I have no plan or desire to, like, share baby photos with my coworkers right. and stuff. Yeah, family. It's like, I don't, it's like, I don't, I don't care about your babies. <laughs> well, I don't know. You got any other final thoughts on the rake no not on the rake specifically okay so when we talk about bigfoot we, we talk about that there has to be a breeding population i think if there's any truth to anything with the rake it's like someone who maybe was possessed maybe a feral kid you know someone who has a severe mental illness and is barely scraping by on you know what they can find to eat that sort of thing i think it's a one-off if it's ever been out there um i don't think that there is a monster that is the rake i i think that you know any sightings that are legit maybe they're seeing wendigos maybe they're seeing bushes who knows but i don't think that the rake monster is a thing i think that you know or it could be a ghost you know some spirit i just don't think that it's a a species if that makes sense sure yeah yeah that makes sense to me you want to tell them what they need to know sure please like subscribe share however you may do that share with friends family help us grow help us reach more people help us find new topics Email us at crypticpodcast.gmail.com if you have suggestions or ideas, or if you do want us to do some kind of creepypasta, no sleep special episode. I think that could be kind of fun. But check us out on TikTok at cryptic underscore podcast, on YouTube at cryptic podcast. Check out Parabox, they're in the show notes. They have some really cool shirt stuff. I'm sure there's Wendigo, there may be a Slenderman one. I'm not sure. I can't remember off the top of my head. But they have a lot of cool designs, and it seems like they're coming out with new stuff all the time. And you can see what we're doing at CryptKeepPodcastStore.com. Boom. Good evening, Crypt Keepers.